Mum As You Are is a place for self-compassionate reflection to use what you have within you right now as you are perfectly imperfect to find your way through motherhood. I'm Dr. Erin Bauer, clinical and perinatal psychologist, author of More Than a Healthy Baby, course creator and mum of two. This is my second podcast. Welcome if you've followed me over from my birth trauma work. This current podcast offering is bite-sized, unfancy and unplanned. A roadmap for finding your way back to self-compassion and how to replace numbing and escapism with true meaningful fun. I talk about motherhood as an identity and an institution, perinatal mental health and patriarchy, parental burnout and numbing. The core message is to practice the question, I wonder. Instead of judging ourselves and engaging in comparisonitis, we simply ask ourselves, I wonder. I wonder. It can be hard to ask for what you want. I typically like to do the helping rather than ask for help. So here's the thing though. I want mums to find this podcast, to find a moment of validation, some coping tips and some connection. And really the only way for people to find the podcast is through sharing and reviews. So if you are on your phone, can you hit pause for a second and leave me a quick review? I'll give you a beautiful shout out and hopefully we can build more of a community that way. With reviews, the algorithm simply suggests the podcast to more people and growing this podcast is something I want to do. Like if I'm honest, I didn't really set any goals with this podcast to begin with, partially because I wanted to keep things a bit casual, but part of me was probably struggling with asking for what I wanted. And I still struggle, like we all do, with an inner voice that says, well, if your work is good enough, like what does that even mean, your work is good enough, then people will find you. It's an old, old habit and I'm human. These things still come up for me sometimes and I still tell myself things that I actually know in a good frame of mind are not true. And most of us also come from a generation that taught us, don't tell people your wishes out loud or it won't come true. Does that sound familiar? leaning over an ice cream cake in the 80s or the 90s and blowing out those tiny pink and white striped candles and thinking, don't say it out loud, don't ask for what you want. <laughs> I also remember there was some drama about like, don't cut through to the bottom of the cake or you'll have a green baby. And there was some other superstition about how you shouldn't like have cake on the knife when you pull it out. Oh, the drama. Anyway, so that is my ask for today. Ask for something you want today too. This episode is about something I've been finding myself doing a lot again lately and a bit of a rinse repeat cycle of like, oh, I know I shouldn't do this, but I do beat myself up, <laughs> go back to doing it anyway, beat myself up a bit more, rinse, repeat. And I mean this concept, which I know other people do, where you there's a void. So I've kind of called this episode the void between distraction and rest. So what I mean by that is that place that you miss out on in life when you tell yourself stuff like I'm just so tired, I can't be bothered, I don't have the energy for this. So you're either parenting in the day, working in the day, doing some combination of both, dealing with family stuff, 
dealing with all the stuff. And then you get to the end of the day and the sun goes down and all you want to do is sit and stare at a screen. <laughs> okay, nothing wrong with that in moderation, but it becomes the default. And an old default for mine um, that's been gone on for a long time is I get myself into this place where I'm like, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. And that sort of becomes the story. And it's not that it's not true. It's just that it's not necessarily helpful for me I know when I tell myself I'm too tired for hobbies I'm too tired for something that takes effort and I mean you know things like you can tell when I'm struggling with stuff in the winter because I don't listen to podcasts I don't do my podcast <laughs> I don't do as much writing and I definitely don't read books or you know practice instruments or do any of the other things that I tell myself in January or I'd like to spend my time doing that in the evening all starts fine in summer and then it sort of just gets to about July and you're like oh yeah I've fallen back into this old habit and um you know my one of my old coaches who helped me a lot with burnout and things like that used to say to me like you're telling yourself you're so tired you can't even like read one sentence of a book one page of a book I'm like oh, okay I could probably manage that so this is what I mean in terms of the void when you're living where you are oscillating between something where you're using your brain distracting yourself and then resting without kind of some positive goal something that makes you feel alive and happy in the middle you just end up returning to distraction again so we kind of seek escape from the distraction then so whether that's you know staring at your phone doing the staring at your screens type stuff um by crashing again and then you sort of get caught, I suppose, in a thing of you're overloaded, overstimulated during the day and then crash in front of the TV or crash in front of your phone and scroll, get overstimulated again. But then if you're only breaking away from distraction to rest, so as in you're like consuming stuff, your mind is busy, but you tell yourself you're really, really tired and then you rest and you don't replace it with something you're kind of always going to come back to distraction. So a different way to look at this is, I've been reading this book um, called Stolen Focus by Johan Hari. Oh, he's so funny. I <laughs> watched him speak at a conference on, I think it was on self-compassion and kindness and community. Um, so he's not a mental health practitioner. He's not a parent. Uh, he's a journalist, I think, and he's written some books. And he, I don't know, he just had this, wildly inappropriate um sense of humor and way that he communicated that i thought yeah that's that's my people so i started reading a couple of his books and the one i'm reading at the moment is called stolen focus so there's a lot of overlapping concepts between the things that he talks about in this book and the things that i talk about on this podcast and in my work particularly to do with social media addiction and mental health and you know what it's doing to our brain and all that kind of stuff but Again, it's going back to this idea that without flow, without finding those activities that make you feel like, you know, no time has passed and you look up and you're like, wow, hours have gone past and you just feel kind of that sense of harmony and you're being not necessarily useful but purposeful. There's a joy, there's a zen, there's something in that that's not just feeling like you go, go, go all the time 
being distracted, being distressed, being overstimulated and then crashing. And that's a habit I return to again and again and again. So I guess this is a short public service announcement reminder to think about if you're getting caught in that state where there's distraction, there's overstimulation and then crashing. You're always going to go back to distraction because like it's again it's that low level reward behavior where when you're exhausted overwhelmed the easiest thing to do is to just turn on the tv pick up your phone and just start consuming stuff without giving yourself the privilege of returning to a flow state and i've talked about this before it's not easy it's not necessarily an easy practice of course picking up a book and doing deep reading and making notes if you're the sort of person who makes note and actually interacting with something as opposed to just shallow reading scrolling like if you think about it like I'll talk about this in another episode perhaps but you know the invention of the infinite scroll the person who invented the infinite scroll has now said he's not sure whether he should have actually done it just because of the way that it's changed how we read how we consume how we get ourselves stuck in this infinite loop of things to consume and what does that do to our brain anyway i don't want to get off track but i want you to think if it's helpful about that middle space that bit in the middle between being distracted and crashing and resting resting is great i'm a massive fan of resting definitely do it if your basic needs are not being met but i'm talking more on circumstances where your basic needs are met you've got food you've got shelter your sleep is generally going okay that kind of stuff but you're defaulting back into like stressing all day crashing on the couch or going to bed with your phone and then just staring at stuff where there is no real sense of satisfaction there's no sense of mastery there's no flow state over time getting yourself out of that <laughs> with the one day it gets harder and harder and harder believe me so I say start with something really simple read one page if you can't read one page of a book read half a page read half a sentence listen to one song without doing something else see if you can find a way to listen to music that doesn't involve your phone so you're not multitasking and just doing one thing at a time with practice you're building that muscle that says ah yeah that's a good thing to do finding a flow state finding something in the void i hope you find a chance to just do a teensy bit of that today